0: If the uh, Restore Illinois Collaborative Commission were a lunch counter, a <laughs> seat just popped open, and guess who got it? Yep. None other than our own Representative Mike Murphy. Mike, good morning to you. Good morning, Representative. Yeah. Wh- 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 good morning. How are you, guys?
1: Great. Good, good, good. I-
0: I- I'm so happy that we're going to get some common sense on this thing. How did you snag a seat? <laughs>
1: yeah, out of 14 seats, yeah. you got one, Representative. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, there's 14 seats,
2: eight Democrats, six Republicans, uh... Three Republicans from the House and three from the Senate, and I was really happy and honored uh, when the leader asked if I would be one of those. And um, I'm, I'm excited to do it. I hope I hope this will be unlike some other work groups and commissions, and we actually get some um, some work done.
1: Yeah, some of the recent history of these um, commissions and task forces. You had the uh, mm-hmm. um, property tax relief task force created last year that was supposed to have yeah, a report at the we're, end we're, of the year.
2: Yeah, we're still waiting on that report, aren't we, right. Greg?
1: And also the uh Ethics and Lobbying Reforms Commission uh mm-hmm. that uh, was supposed to have a report due by the end of March and there's no report yet. Um so yes. what what's the what's the uh, goal of this commission and uh, do you think that it's going to be attainable?
2: Well, I I have I have some uh, hope for this. This was actually uh came from uh the Democrat caucus in in the House that they wanted this. And so um, I think there's some uh, desire on both sides of the aisle and in both houses that the General Assembly has a little bit of input in what's going on with Restore Illinois plan. Uh, As you well know, we've been out in the dark uh, since since March. We find out about the governor's plans uh, typically when he announces them. And so um, I think it's important that the General Assembly be involved. You guys have heard me say this all along. I think we should be meeting as a whole and not just as a commission. I I think uh, I said many times it's the biggest crisis of my lifetime. I think it's shameful that the General Assembly has been AWOL during uh, the majority of this time.
1: Representative, uh, there's been a a lot of issues, of course, that have popped up from church gatherings to political gatherings to uh, restaurant capacity uh, limits uh, to, you know, uh, how exactly certain businesses are supposed to operate. and What kind of notification they're getting from the state in order to be in compliance with those uh, various guidelines. Um, So when it comes to uh, providing input uh, to, quote, revive Illinois economy post covid-19, if you had a magic wand, what would that look like to you?
2: Well, you know, one of the things is we've got to figure out a way to get people back to work. And and I understand we have to do it safely, but, but we have to do this. And we have to have some consistency. Some of my concerns is a, a lack of consistency in regards to some of uh, the guidelines. And I'd like to touch on something you said earlier, uh, the communication. Uh, sometimes uh, uh, we've rolled out, we've had new guidelines set for for Monday and and they don't find out the <clears throat> what what the guidelines actually say until Sunday night and and that's just not right for a business if they if they have to go out and buy plexiglass or do this or whatever they need to have that um knowledge more than a, a day or two in advance and, and I think that's been a big failing of um of Restore Illinois is uh just not kind of getting the guidance I had a lot of uh hairdressers and barbers uh, were concerned. They didn't know what they needed to do until the very last minute.
0: Yeah, that that's a good point. And State Representative Mike Murphy is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. You know, you make an excellent point about that because we're a week away from Phase 4 here, and there are a lot of uh, businesses that are expected to get back into action, and, and they still don't know definitively what they're going to be doing. W- what has been the failure on the governor's part, and what do you think they should be doing to to get that message out? Well,
2: I, I just think we need to be a little bit more transparent. I don't know why we have to announce things at the very last minute. I, I don't know if they're afraid that if they announce in three or four days or a week early uh, that people are going to jump jump ahead and do that. We we see that already happening. In some cases, they're jumping it without the proper guidelines. Uh, I don't know, but that's that's definitely been a bit of failing, the lack of transparency on what they're doing. I was on a, um, a working group, Greg, as we talked about earlier, that we've been talking about how to uh, roll out restaurants into phase four, we we gave several recommendations. We don't know if the governors listened to any of them yet. Uh, we we it's been a one-way street. We give them information, and this was a bipartisan working group as well, and uh, we give them information. But I don't know if uh, if the guidelines that we we have recommended are going to be adhered to or not.
1: care is another major issue in all of this um and we've seen grants go out to child care providers but we've also seen uh, various types of um uh guidelines that were issued kind of last minute uh to some you know child care providers scrambling to try to figure out what to do uh, and this was just to get into phase three which we're in right now and even some child care providers may have not even opened at all because the restrictions aren't allowing them to actually conduct their business in a uh um, a way that actually allows them to, you know, to survive. Uh, so so how important is that going to be in this overall conversation?
2: I, I Once again, I've been saying this for a long time. I think one of the biggest failings of uh, Restore Illinois <clears throat> was having uh, a lot of businesses open up in Phase 3 and no child care. I, I, I asked that question during a press conference well over a month ago. Uh, How's that going to look? How how can we have businesses open and no child care available for these workers? And uh, I think that uh, my concern has proved to be true, that we have a lot of people still scrambling to figure out how to have a balance of being able to go back to work and uh, as their employer wants them to. Not everybody wants you to work from home, in not all cases you can. And um, But if you have your employer, once you come back and you have no child care, that puts these workers in a very difficult situation and, and actually puts more stress on our um, unemployment system. Uh, we have people who probably – are having to rec- uh, get unemployment benefits because they have no child care.
0: Again, uh, Mike, you know, we're looking at phase four and a week away. The restaurants are scheduled to have indoor seating, but no one really knows what that looks like. What does it need to look like for restaurants to have a profit? I mean, obviously <laughs> right. you would know, given the fact that you ran uh, Charlie Parker's for so many years. What What is that number going to be at and um, when are we going to get that from the governor's office?
2: well uh the group i was on we talked about um, social distancing as opposed to a percentage number right and I, I was pushing for that quite a bit i i, I been talking to, i had a couple different restaurants uh, actually reconform their uh, dining room uh with social distancing measures in mind and they were at or above 60% capacity and i think it's i think it makes more sense if we put um the 6 foot social distancing different things like that and and play uh, maybe some uh, barriers i was in um my old restaurant just uh last week charlie parkers and you know they have uh, some booths and they they put in uh curtains between the booths to uh prote- protect the people there to uh hopefully be able to to keep uh the capacity, uh, what they needed to be to be profitable. And I think things like that make more sense than, say, you know, 50% capacity. Because I've I pointed out I've been into some small diners where, you know, they're going to have trouble having any capacity. You know, they're so, you know, like um, Bill's Toasties in uh, Taylorville. I don't know if either one of you gentlemen sure. have been to that oh. great establishment. I recommend everybody go to it. It's one of my favorites. But, you know, a six-foot distancing in that place is going to be difficult because they don't have uh, hardly six-foot at all. And so uh, I, I I was pushing for uh, social distancing as as opposed to just a percentage.
1: Representative, we also got schools. Um, whether or not that's going to happen this fall, it's uh, still a big question mark. Uh, there are some summer school activities, but uh, a lot of uh, regulations there were social distancing and masks and whatnot. So I'd imagine that's going to be part of the conversation. But overall, uh, this is to look at reviving the Illinois economy. Uh, and we're starting to talk yeah. about you know things like honestly drastically reform major sector sections of the economy from what it was just 3 months ago um what do we really need to drill down into to uh, in a way change Illinois overall economy uh because it, even before covid-19 uh we were you know, the highest unemployment rate we've had uh, you know a lot of uh population loss, and again, this is all before the COVID-19 crisis. What's the root problems there, and do you think that those will be addressed?
2: I, I certainly hope so. I, I don't want to call it a, um, a bright spot or uh, something good about COVID because I don't think anything has happened. But I did, I do think it shined a light on the importance of a, a strong Economy in the state of Illinois. We, we've seen what happened when our independent small businesses have been shut down, and that's when you think about it. That's that's the people who have been hurt the worst. Some of the big box stores, uh, retail wise, survived. Even some of the uh, uh, the national chains and restaurants actually. Who was uh, especially when you're talking about fast food, uh, they were able to survive, and some some have done great things during this time that were set up for drive up drive ups and uh, different things. So, I think this shined a light on the fact that we need to uh, maybe look at uh, workman's comp reform that we've been asking for for, for years. And some of the uh, uh, measures that we got passed uh, a year ago when we, when we did the budget, we had some business incentives there. We need to look at some of those and expand upon those even. Uh, we have to build up the economy. Greg, you hit it right on the head. The yeah, Illinois economy wasn't great, even though the national economy was in good shape before COVID. And so this shines a light on the importance of uh, we have to make sure our independent businesses can uh, not only survive but thrive. And and I worry about us losing many of these that they it's just been so devastating for them they won't come out of it.
0: State Representative Mike Murphy, congratulations on the appointment to the Restore Illinois Collaborative Commission. And, Real quick,
1: when's the first meeting?
0: Yeah, when's <laughs> the first meeting? You know, Greg, like,
2: like all good things, I was appointed to it, but I, and I that was my first question, when do we meet first? Uh, they have not set the first meeting. And uh, Well, and that- I haven't even
1: told, I've been reaching out to legislative leaders, um, press mm-hmm. offices, and asking multiple days in a row, any update, any update, any update. Uh, and I haven't seen any full list yet. Uh, so no, I appreciate I- you coming on and, and sharing with us some of your thoughts after you've been appointed to it.
2: Yeah, it, one thing. Uh, hold us to this. Uh, I was told we are supposed to issue a report every thirty days, and so uh, uh, just let you know that, Greg. Yes. Cause I'm sure you'd yeah. like to ask that question.
0: Okay? Yeah,
1: no, and yeah, yeah, I saw that in the in the law spelled out. And the first reports due July first. Good luck on getting that done because <laughs> no, really? uh, the <laughs> clock is
0: ticking. to reminds me. It kind of reminds me of my college days, Mike. Trying to bang out a report in a couple of days. You know, well, like, I, I was going to say maybe maybe I better get working on my first report. Right, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Listen, Mike, thanks so much for keeping us updated. We appreciate it. All right,
2: hey, you guys know to call me anytime.
0: All right, you bet.